Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one ruining my neighbor's quarantine by recording at home while they're also working from home. The fuckboy, Johnny G. John Gabriel, six foot two, 200 pounds. Johnny G, joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is not in here because the door is shut and the AC is blasting. Joining me in the High and Mighty Studios, uh, when I met them, they were just little improv runts, and now they are podcasting masterminds from the Important Not Important podcast. We got Quinn Emmett and Brian Colbert Kennedy. Woo! There is zero chance of us matching that energy. I've never felt so excited about anything in my life as what you just did. <laughs> the first time I heard, heard that intro when I listened to your fucking podcast. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm embarrassed that I'm doing it 250 episodes later. The references are completely dated. And now I'm like, am I stuck doing this until I like, do I come out at fucking Caesar's Palace in 2070? And I'm like, right. what's up, shitheads? Yes. Doing never your fucking month long, uh, what do they call those things? Residencies? Residency? Like yeah. calling people shitheads will never go out of uh, style. That, I think I've talked about this on the pod before, but I started doing it when I was started trying to do stand up because mm-hmm. I would just walk out and scream "What's up, shitheads?" to the audience, just <laughs> and then try to win them back. And I thought it was like a I thought it was like a fun game, and then I was like, "Oh, I'll just bring that into the podcast." How did that go, by the way? Uh, oh, I'm not good at stand up at all. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah, yeah. I have no work ethic. I am abs- stand up is fucking hard. Yeah, dude. I'm absolutely lazy. I have no editing in my podcast, no ideas, no premises. <laughs> Everything I do, I get by on my fucking charm that is rapidly waning. <laughs> but Again. yo, I, I wanted to say, uh, you guys were part of. Uh, an improv group that's a legendary improv group, we should say, called oh, oh, to, who? <laughs> to me. You guys, fucking, you guys, for the first year I lived in LA, I didn't have any work or anything. I was just doing UCB stuff, and you guys uh, were one of the the first regular group I coached. I feel like, and it was a wild time. Like, and that was seven and a half years ago. Because you even said, Quinn, your kid is like seven or eight now. Fifteen. You were, 
Yeah. Your wife was pre- your wife was pregnant when I when yeah. we were coaching. I can't believe it was that long ago. Have you held on to the regret of coaching us this entire time, or or do you feel like you're starting to let no. that go? The best thing that came out of that is my networking connection to Angelique. <laughs> did you ever? Did you ever? You did, did you ever see us perform? I hope not. I don't think so. Because okay, I f- all right, good. That's I feel good. like you were a practice group when I was coaching yeah. you for a while, and then when you were starting to perform. I was coaching you less for some. Didn't you guys start rehearsing in Santa Monica? I don't know. Yeah, Probably. I mean, we we were kind of. I mean, we just would go into wherever empty rooms we could find on Santa Monica Boulevard. Well, the but, the uh, one I coached you guys at was in that weird little like uh, in Hollywood. That fucking yeah. weird upstairs room. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then that's, we did a few shows at what was the place? I think it closed right with the uh, the room is all the way in the back. Brian? Yeah, I O I O West in like the back. West. the alley the, entrance. There was like, like the, there was like the main stage thing, room. but then there was the upstairs tiny little it's like the world's the tiniest fucking stage. And uh, <laughs> I just remember, we, I mean, we had shows where literally there wouldn't be a single fucking laugh the entire time, and like my wife was there, like we had nothing. <laughs> By the way, that is that says nothing about you as a coach. You were killer. We just could not uh, perform. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm more of a fun coach than a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, but you need you both sides. The, definitely yeah. the funnest coach. <laughs> um. Well, guys, this is fucking wild. What? What are you up to now? Im- important? Not important? A podcast? You guys, look at us. We went our separate ways, and now here we are, back again. The rivers <laughs> flow in and out of each other constantly. The world has brought yeah. us together. <laughs> yeah, it's a nightmare. Uh, yeah, man. So our shit, uh, I guess the quick fucking spiel is like, you know, I uh, I started screenwriting, <clears throat> I guess, right after I met you guys. And uh, it's gone pretty well, and I do a lot of sci-fi shit, so I'm always paying attention to like the latest in sci-fi and technology and science and medicine and space and all kinds of shit. And uh, I realized a few years ago, like I was seeing a bunch of, re- I was looking for, actively looking for, but also seeing like a bunch of like really big news that other people in my life like weren't seeing, uh, like really good shit and really not so good shit. And, uh, you know, it, people in my life were mostly, like everyone else, like getting their news from fucking Facebook. This is like two or three years ago. Turns out, like, that was a fucking nightmare. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I, I I was like, look, I'm already reading this shit. Like, I would love if people could just be more well-informed because whenever I would bring up something important, people's eyes would roll over, you know, glaze <laughs> over like a shark. Um, so I put together this little newsletter, like, hey, here's the big shit you missed this week. The really good, the really not so good. Uh, and that kind of took off and it went well. And then uh, a buddy of mine who produces some shit for Crooked Media, like the Pod Save America guys, <clears throat> was like, hey, you know, I really love it. I would love some more deep dives on this stuff. Um, and so uh, I roped Brian into this fucking podcast, which is essentially. <laughs> I'm doing a science podcast. I better get fucking Brian yeah, Colbert Kennedy. Brian. <laughs> Brian, right? <laughs> Fucking nailed yeah. it, bro. Your fucking Kurt Cobain hair. Big, yeah. big pickup on yeah, fucking right. Sid Vicious. Right. Big, big uh, no, but it's basically, and I fully admitted to Brian, like, I don't, with three kids, like, I don't have a social life, so I'm effectively paying Brian to come hang out with me once a week in the office, which I'm fine with at this it's point. Good time. Hell yeah. Um, that's like literally, the world. that's what High and Mighty started as. I just wanted an excuse to talk to friends for an hour. And, yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, and now, It's great, and- 
Now I've it's done it, it for three hundred hours. It's and <laughs> yeah. I, uh, he hate, he now I talk to people who aren't even my friends. A la this conversation right here. <laughs> people you thought you'd gotten rid of seven fucking years ago. People whose uh, newsletters I thought I unsubscribed from. <laughs> we so make it weird. so you can't, Gabriel. Yeah, you can't unsubscribe. <laughs> no, you guys started. It's you guys started dropping off fucking hard copies at my house. <laughs> yeah, right. right. It's right. Just printed and stapled. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so we'd start doing this fucking podcast, man, and it's complimentary to the newsletter, so if the newsletter is like, hey, here's all the shit you missed, and like an action step for each news item, um, the podcast is like a specific dive into, into one question or topic, and we bring out a scientist or a congressman or a, a engineer or a doctor or an activist. We had on like a fucking reverend, and they give us co- really good context, like lowest common denominator shit, because our listeners are like, you know, the nerdy section of like the Pod Save America people, right? It's basically like young progressive people who are both excited and furious about the fucking future. Um, and so they, you know, are marching in the streets for the first time or whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, but, you know, they're donating to 500 different fucking places. Uh, and so they, they want these specific things, that, but they also want some context so they don't sound like an asshole when they're talking about it. So we bring those people on. We give them some context for the shit. We go into the weeds sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes they're more technical. Sometimes they're more ethical. Um, and then we, again, work towards, like, specific action steps that these scientists are like, do this. It's not like call your congressman. It's this is your congressman. Call them and ask this very specific fucking thing um, because that'll have yeah. the most effect. Um, you know, it's both, like trying to do it right but also just trying to make it easy on people because everyone's getting pulled in so many different fucking directions right now uh, that we want people to walk away and be like okay what did he say to do like mash my fat finger against this button and say this one thing and then like i'm good to right. go um so that's <laughs> yeah. it man and it's taken off we've got we've got nominated for four that's- webbies uh we've lost to uh malala we lost to cereal uh, we lost to the Washington Post. Yeah. Uh, and then we lost to Somebody one guy about too. birds this year, which was actually kind of cool. Um, but yeah, Can- man. Cancel. New- I want all those people canceled. I want the post canceled. <laughs> cancel Malala. Cancel Malala. <laughs> you fucked with Who important, not it? important. Yeah. You dropped the ball. Monsters. Uh, uh, but yeah, man. Well, I mean, one day we'll get there, you know, but it's cool, man. We got best newsletter, best uh, science show, best host, which was insane. I was like, us? Like, that one's about us, which is that yeah. was crazy. I was on, mistake for I sure. was on board for the first few. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I eventually go, like, these I'm like, guys hell just yeah, have like. Hell yeah. Wait a minute. I don't even <laughs> yeah, think no, no. I. I was nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you've got like the, we've just got the losing stink on us at that point. But no, it's good, man. So, you know, it's good. It's a, it's still, it's neither of us, our full-time shit. Brian's still acting and fucking running a restaurant and I'm still writing and, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to have fun. We're trying to make change. We're trying to do it in a way that's like, uh, you know, enjoyable to people, but also something that puts it on their level. Like it's not fun to let, Look, NPR is fucking great or, or, or Vox or whatever it is, but, you know, they'll get really weedy about shit for an hour and then you're just, it's climate change and you're just fucking sad. You want to, like, drive into traffic. <laughs> so we try to keep it enjoyable, uh, you, you but wanna, also, like, relatable. You want to bike into traffic. Bicycle. <laughs> sorry, so sorry. Yes, 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 yes. So sorry. I want to <laughs> get in my leaf and drive my leaf <laughs> off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But so that's fucking awesome. And I, I really like that a lot of people are like, wait, I have a, a platform. Maybe I could use this for change. You guys 
kicked it off from the get-go. And I can't believe uh, all the change I've made in that I got Anthony Atamanik eight more Twitch subscribers. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe I haven't uh, been nominated. But hey, I know, man. you'll get there, Gabrus. You'll get there. But your pods your pods right in my wheelhouse. So that's why I was like so pumped when you guys were doing it, and I was so pumped to have you guys on here to talk about that shit. Because I'm a fucking first of all. I want to change the name of my podcast to In the Weeds because I think right as, that's good. As someone that's who's worked amazing. in service and is right, a pothead uh-huh. and gets uh-huh. lost like crazy, it's like sure, the sure, perfect. Sure. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean it's a Venn diagram of you. <laughs> yeah. So we were talking a little bit about uh, how we want to talk about science, and I mentioned how I was going to get in the weeds for this interview, and. Uh, Quinn was like, I don't know what you're talking about, volcano, blah, blah, blah. My listeners oh, are I'm like, such a fucking beginner. I'm so, I'm the worst. If it's not one of those little like prepackaged pens of this shit, like I don't know what the fuck I'm yeah, doing or something. That's that's called we call that dad weed for a reason. It makes it total is. Yeah. That's it's called like, dad weed? I I call those ant vapes or dad vapes because it's like the gift vape. It's like, here you go. Don't worry about any work or choices. You want something that makes you happy or it makes you tired. Here you go. I will buy anything that is marketed to me that way. So tell me about that plastic bag. I mean, it looks like you put it over somebody's head before you kidnap them. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you can. and uh, Or before (laughs) you can put it over your own head before you ejaculate. But uh, (laughs) the way the volcano works is like, like you know, how, <laughs> you know how a vaporizer works. It vaporizes oil. This does the right. same thing, but but to to dry bud or a flower or uh, you know uh, dry okay. herb. So you get more of the uh-huh, flavor, uh-huh. and it's uh, so you you can pick your strains more. Then this little oven here, vaporize an induction oven. That I'm I realize I'm blocking. Hold on, yeah, I yeah. can find it. That little induction God, it's oven. It looks like uh, a little volcano. It is, and then. Uh, you put your butt. You put your butt in this little guy. Pop that on top, and then uh-huh. hit uh, heat it up to it's 390 degrees Fahrenheit right now. Then you hit okay. air, and it sucks air through its system and fills this balloon with vape smoke with va- vaporized flour. So this is, I believe, uh, Island brand gelato vaporized Ooh. into a balloon. Now, can I ask a question? Is like again my little dad pipe, which I just love. It buzzes when my serving is done. What what is that? How many servings is that fucking trash bag? See, <laughs> see here. Much like USDA regulations, while we're talking science, a two thousand a two thousand calorie diet doesn't make sense for someone who's three hundred pounds. Got a it. So don't worry don't worry about the serving size of my balloon. I don't think people are supposed to take balloons to the head constantly, but but my t- I was already Herculeeds, and then the fucking pandemic hit, and I've just. Been yeah. 90 days of sitting at this desk trying to <laughs> 90 days of writing, which means reading Twitter and <laughs> donating my fucking measly fucking right. ad money to shit. Yeah. So, but no, it, it, like the three of us could pass this around like a joint, more or less, if it was uh, germ friendly, if it was right, post COVID. Right. I mean, uh, yeah, we can rip this yeah, like it's a joint. wonderful, by the way. I'm, but you, you could take it to the whole thing in the head, but there's less, there's no smoke, there's no burn, there's no smell in the air. Much like vape. But, Quinn, the shit you're talking oh, about, like that. the dad vapes, that shit's the future. It's like, you want to go to sleep or do you want to, like, uh, have fun mowing the lawn? It's like, take one, you won't, o- you won't I'm going to say OD, that's not the right word. You won't get absolutely <laughs> blasted and you can, like, people right. learn from that. But, like, 
if you've been smoking like nonstop weed since you were 24, you have to like, I had to like upgrade my game a little. I like those pants no, too. My wife loves them. And like, I give them to, I bring them home to my family members. They're the ultimate Christmas gift. If you, if you live in a, you're if your family boy. lives in a oh, non-legal yeah. when I go state. back to Virginia, people are just like, can I get a collection of those things? <laughs> Hell yeah, right. Exactly. You're a fucking king when you bring back 12 vapes to your friends in Long Island. Right, and again, like you said, I mean, I, I just, I'm so fucking exhausted at all periods of my life that I need a little tiny prepackaged fucking thing. By the way, not refillable. Get the fuck out of here. Um, like, I, I can't deal with, like, oh, a connection not working. just the ones you like, yeah. It's just, it's just listed on it, and it just says sleep. And then yep. it says, take three of these to the face and stop talking to your kids, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking game. It's amazing. It's but like, take, yeah. That's a very oh it really it's really we should make branded dad vapes that say shit like this. Take three hits of this after your kids go to sleep. If you have to do a fucking puzzle or watch another episode of Peppa Pig, rip this one. If you it is I mean it it's like the amount I look it, it's clearly gone up since since COVID. Like I, it, try not to do it because first of all I don't understand edibles and because I have like a I have a oh you just a, eat them, like an man. addiction problem. Like I mean Brian, you've seen me with a bag of, of regular cookies. I can't eat just like two cookies the whole bag. If the bag is in my possession, like the whole thing's going down. So w with those pens, it is, but it is entirely dependent on basically how much my kids are assholes while they're brushing their teeth at night. <laughs> how, how much it takes out of you to land your children for the evening is how much <sighs> is directly related to how much cannabis you need to consume to help go to unwind. Dude. Yeah. I don't have kids probably never going to do it for reasons that you're saying right here kind of casually <laughs> uh, as you're saying this i'm chugging fucking yellow number five or whatever the fucking by the way i can't with how much fucking yellow number five and like risk i played till the middle of the night throughout my childhood it's astonishing that i was able to have kids yeah i can't believe you have speaking, kids, speaking kids. of science it's, yeah. it's shocking yeah speaking of science i truly wore a speedo and hung out in hot tubs and smoked weed for like 30 years of my life and i <laughs> And I have just slight motility issues. That's all. I didn't know you were a speedo guy. Tan lines are for fucking losers, man. And also, maybe sometimes the first balloon of the day hits harder than all of them, as I'm currently feeling right now. So wait, how how quick does this kick in? Just like a hit of a vape, instantly. Yeah. Oh, that's that's nice. I mean, they've also got now. My wife went to. There's another, I mean, I'm over on Ventura and it's like every block there's like an Apple another store, shop. but it's a weed shop. They're yeah. incredible. She came home with these motherfuckers that are like the, 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 like the old school Listerine strips. Oh, yeah. Put them under your tongue. Same thing. It's just like labeled like, go for a walk in the park and put this under your tongue. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I like, didn't know they yeah. had that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tinctures are the future, man. That's like, and I think Quinn, for someone like you who doesn't have the self control to have like little gummies at night, the tincture's no, no. the best because you're never like, ooh, I want 12 more drops. You're just like, uh -huh. oh, okay, two drops. Uh -huh. Like, because you can portion it out and you're like, oh, 10 milligrams of THC and 10 milligrams of CBD is half a dropper. And you can hit that before bed because I like the CBD THC blend for before sleep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have so much to learn from you, Gabrus. Oh, sit on my lap, son. Allow me to explain to you. I don't know why you got to sit on my lap, but that's just part of the training. But I'll do yeah, it. We're here for that. Yeah, we're, we're into it. Uh, but what what originally kicked off your love of science? I mean, it sounds like, 
I feel like, and if I could be heteronormative or gendered for a second, I feel like a lot of dudes get into science because we get into science fiction first. Yeah, I mean, I was a big sci-fi fucking nerd. I mean, it was like both, you it was sci-fi still. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's an like, X-wing visible in your Zoom, by the way. <laughs> oh, motherfucker, I by the way. Death, I think it's a Death yep, Star on the correct, other side. Gabriel. Hold on, hold on. Oh my God. They're my- fighting. He's got a whole action scene going on. All right, so no, Quinn, I'm a chat. for the listeners, Quinn has a full fat head of the Death Star raid. Yep. <laughs> He's he's got uh, X wings, Y wings, Tie fighters, and a fucking Death Star on his wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and look, I mean, if I if if I'm looking at the action figures in my room, it's like the Nazis from uh from uh, Indiana, Jones. Indiana Jones Last Crusade. It's <laughs> Chunk from Goonies. It's R two D two. It's a Enterprise. It's the Grail Knight. What if it's... Quinn just listed like eight different Nazi toys? <laughs> Would you be like, ah, uh, hey, he's like, he's like, it's the Nazis from this movie, the Nazis from Inglorious it's a Nazi youth knife. It's a Nazis from Ninja Turtles. And you're like, there's no Nazis in Ninja Turtles, friend. Well, I made them. <laughs> yeah. Now there you is. You can make your own action figures, I got right? my, my Dr. Joseph Mengele Funko Pop. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, Jesus he, Christ, He's what? adjustable in 16 ways. Which ways? <laughs> he's the, he's uh, famously why? not adjustable. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, man. The rest of my family's like not super sci-fi, but I remember, you Same. know. I'm like a meat, me- I'm from a meathead family, but I yeah, just have, like, I happen to get hooked on sci-fi as a kid which and it's truly probably star wars was my entree like a lightsaber alone and then you start right you start learning about shit like that lasers are real in science you hear just like one thing (laughs) and they're like well it doesn't work like in movies but then the fucking when you go from uh sci-fi nerd to science nerd you go okay i know it doesn't work like in the movies but how does it work but tell me how it works but i am curious about the real laser and I think it fucking stretched across a lot of different shit for me. It was it was, you know, anywhere from like pure fantasy with Lord of the Rings shit to uh to like even the fucking uh you know, the proton packs and Ghostbusters. Like I was into the fucking science of those things where I was like, I'm gonna figure out how to build these motherfuckers. I mean, I remember like my seven year old best friend and I, David Wood, playing and like trying to figure out like drawing schematics for if you put a bunch of light bulbs in a box, maybe it'll make it hot enough so the fucking Proton stream comes. It's like, first of all, no. Now you can see why I'm not a fucking scientist. The light bulbs are in the box. You sound like the time plugged in too. Look, I don't know where the power source was coming from, Brian. This was in the '80s. Okay, Okay. batteries were much bigger then. Uh, But yeah, I mean, all that shit, dude. And then fucking next generation hit, you know, which was interesting because I loved that shit because it was obviously very idyllic. Um, and, and Picard is the fucking man. Um, and they dealt with a lot of shit for sure. But, uh, it was interesting cause you're like, Oh, a replicator would be fucking awesome. And that's just like for my <laughs> personal investment use besides yeah. like how it would help food and shit like that. So yeah, man, I just kind of stuck with like, I was never good at like me- memorizing flashcards. Like I always knew like I would never be a scientist. I remember one of my favorite when I was, uh, like 24, 25, one of my favorite cousins got cancer and uh i was like what what do i do like i don't know what the fuck to do about this like but like i have to do something and so i found uh uh the leukemia and lymphoma society has team in training which you might have heard of it's like by the way they got to change that the acronym is just the worst sure sure brian whatever you need to pick apart is fine yeah it's fine it's fine fine. uh anyways i was like i can't do the science like i'm not a doctor but I can sweat, and I enjoy this, so I will sweat, and that will give money to doctors. And so I think it's kind of turned from, like, it's like an appreciation and enjoyment of the science, but, like, how can I 
how can I apply it in some way? It's like we always joke, like my kids one day are going to be like, hey, dad, when the world was burning, what did you do? And I'm like, I had a fucking podcast. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) You know? That's going to be me to my, not even my kids, to my nephews. Uh, Yeah, your dad did a pal. To my kids. Yeah, yeah, to Quinn's kids. (laughs) When I marry your sister eventually. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, where was your Uncle Gabrus? Well, he was doing power hours as fundraisers. He raised over $61 for the last prisoner project. Right. But you should have seen him go through that power hour mixtape. Legendary. And now, now stick with me here because there's also like a weird sci fi and science element. Like a love of sci fi and science somehow is now like a weird progressive thing, or we should say science. And I feel like it's gotten like late, like being into science means you're a liberal now, which is an insane, (laughs) very insane. Well, I, I think it's like it's insane because it doesn't have to fucking be that way. You know, it's like, it's like, you don't, you don't, it's, it's, it's just crazy. It's just because one quote unquote side, like a large group of people has just happened to all share a bunch of other beliefs mostly, but also they do not believe in science. And you're like, well, that's insane, but fucking okay. So I guess everybody else is grouped under, grouped by them under the liberal banner, which is just because there's money, there's money. We learn there's money in oil. And oppression. So if we could like oh, yeah. not progress climate science at all right. and not progress like reproductive science at all, like we can keep oppression and fucking oil coming and we can all keep staying rich. And who even cares about gay people getting married? But if we stop it, we activate this base and we can keep these people oppressed. And it's like, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, yeah, they don't give a fuck. It's like it's it's uh, upsetting when it's all about money. And so. And you're like, how do I fight someone who feels like they have all this money? And I don't even mean to turn this already into some sort of activism bullshit, but how do you no, fight someone if you, don't have, if you don't have any money? You're like, okay, well, I have 50,000 Twitter followers or I have like, right. uh, you know, nine listeners on High and Mighty or, you know, like whatever right. the shit is. Like, you're like, let me make sure. And then lately, too, I've been like, every once in a while, let me just remind people who are my fans what my beliefs are, which is like something right. that doesn't have to be shouldn't be part of art. But you right. find yourself no. being like every once in a while, it's like I just want you guys to know that I'm fucking you know, <laughs> right, right, right. This, 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 and this. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. Just it's you don't have to do like that. It's like when That's you're watching cool the fucking football game or the baseball game, and they take ten seconds to like read off the stadium, sta- the uh, station identification shit. It's like just to fucking clarify, like these are <laughs> sort of the fundamental things. Now let's get back to your <laughs> trash bag full of you know weed smoke. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's fucking in case, crazy. But at in the case same- you, in, <laughs> in case you love me, here's what I believe. Maybe just copy that belief if you like, uh, and right. or maybe if you hate that belief, maybe you're not gonna want to be around here for that long. Right. I'm not making, <laughs> I'm not making T Swift money, and she fucking she bet she bet on it. So I fucking <laughs> the least I could do. Yeah, no, it's crazy. I mean, I loved the other day. I mean, you can love him or hate him, uh, but I loved uh, someone sent me. Uh, Seth Rogen's Instagram the other day and he put a big Black Lives Matter thing and uh, and uh, his fans just started going like don't do this, don't do this and he was glitch- he would just start yeah, typing fuck of off, <laughs> fuck, get fucked don't watch my shit anymore Cause he Bro, was like, same he, thing happened to me this and is I, the thing. <laughs> I have like one one hundredth of his fan base and yeah. I, ha- I had like six people not so, really? so God knows how many people actually feel that way no less six people that felt like that way to comment and yeah, I'm like, right. bro, this is like the first time right, you're commenting right. on anything on my page, and it's this dog. Yeah, like I'm just, sorry. Yeah, 
get fu- get fucked. Yeah, we. Wait. I mean, I, I just I got no interest. I mean, it's like it's very clear that like there's so many people we're never going to get back to believe in this thing, and that's insane. So I'm just not going to fight for those people. But at the same time, like we try on our show, we've had, I mean, we've had like again like reverends, and we've had like uh, you know a Buddhist religious leader from India, and these people who are like, yeah, by the way, we fucking believe in science. Like, we're doing the Bible thing, but we also believe in science because for various reasons. You know, the reverend was like, because I interpret the Bible of reading, like, we have to take care of the earth. And that means when shit's fucked outside, like, we got to take care of the fucking earth. And so when we get to the action steps part of the conversation, and I remind him that, like, I'm a pagan atheist monster, I'm like, well, what can I do? Because we're not going to convert him. Like, most of my listeners aren't that way. He's like, just either get the fuck out of the way or like send us money and it's great fine like whatever gets those fucking people on board i don't give a fuck but there's such a collection of people that don't care it's crazy you can't say to a religious freak like hey you know god made earth if i I, if you believe this god made earth shouldn't we protect god's shit while we're here oh and also god made people god made black people gay people uh trans people god made all these people like and and if you and if you i don't believe in that shit at all but if you do why don't you fucking take care of his shit he fucking made us right relax right (laughs) and by the way like i'm happy to go i'm always happy to go down that road with people and probably drives brian crazy because i'm again like i'm a pagan atheist monster but i'm a religion major so I've studied all this shit, and it's also Ooh, like what a nightmare to run into at a fucking party. <laughs> yeah, no, it's no. I mean, this is why I, I both oh, like have no dude. interest in going out anymore, and nobody asks me to come out anymore. Uh, but it's like, like, look, look, God made all this shit. He's also an angry motherfucker. Like, you want to talk about Old Testament God? Like, this guy is fucked up. So if you believe in X, if I, you know, whatever the equation is, you put in your inputs of like, if I do X and Y, then I get to go here. It's like fucking poisoning the air so everybody dies probably isn't going to add up, man. So Wouldn't I don't it be know. cool it's if good. those we, people would like have a rational conversation with you about that stuff? It'd be great. Well, I feel like, but that's why, you know, like when we talk to some of these people and they're like, no, let me, don't fucking talk to my people. Let me go talk to them. Yeah, I guess that's but better. You get your people to send me money to do, and it's like, great, I don't care what the fucking thing is. I'm just, I'm just trying to save the fucking place. And by the way, get past save this place because we we always talk about there's also like all this awesome shit that's happening uh, on the other side, which is like there's so much cool, good stuff. They've got bionic eyes and we're growing fucking organs here. And, you know, they're, like we're going yeah, to space dude. and I can't, there's, there's so much incredible shit. That's cool science. Yeah, there's good science. Growing <laughs> organs. Are they 3D printing organs? What's that? I think they are, right? Can you get a 3D printed kidney? You might need one that? with the way you look right now. I got to be honest, man. <laughs> hey. Jesus Christ. Lay off. This is a podcast, Quinn. We can let him slide. <laughs> don't put, we, don't have to put BC, we don't have to put BCK's strung out look on blast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, 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 no. Nobody can see me. This is much better. Don't well, this is like the most fucked up intervention of all time. <laughs> you guys, I come, I'm fine. I'm right? on my second balloon fine. at your intervention. <laughs> You're like, you know, dude, that kind of is uh, triggering. <laughs> right? Don't do what I do. Do what I say. Um, Are you telling okay, Gabriel? Sorry, real quick. You're telling me that when you blow the smoke out of that, it's totally odorless, or it smells like flowers or something. No, it smells just like a like a vape exhale. So it, it, it dissipates quickly. It's got a little bit of a like before you inhale it. It's right, got right. a little bit of a. It really tastes like flour. It really tastes like grass. 
And uh, I started experimenting upon buying this of like, oh, people say these strains have these flavors and this is probably like the purest way to taste them. I'm sure an expert would tell me fucking like cold pressing terpenes is probably the best way to taste it. By the way, this is science. <laughs> fucking, we're figuring out ways to just fucking like take it. I, I fucking, a friend smuggled a THC inhaler under the guise of that it was an asthma inhaler Whoa. to Italy, and uh. it made being abroad so much better than I could just take wow. it. Wow. <laughs> it a, a thousand percent, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking medicine, incredible. man. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm so stoned cool. screaming it's my medicine. Like <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine here. So, like, well, you... you like you said, you're you're listeners and you're into science and shit. Like, what gets your fucking shit going, man? I just like when you fucking like. I like weird. <coughs> I've always loved two things, like the underdog scientist. Yes, <laughs> the underdog mm-hmm, scientist. Mm-hmm. <coughs> COVID twenty, uh, the uh, and the underdog like journalist, and that got that kind of science shit got me activated when people were like, "Wow, like." To use a very current reference, like this is what the Hong Kong protesters do to stop tear gas, like yeah. shit like that. Right. I, a friend's brother, uh, my uh, former guest of the podcast, Ify, his brother was like, "I'm an engineering um, a graduate degree holder. I'm looking at ways to start 3D printing uh, tear gas extinguishers. I would love for fellow engineers to Whoa. research. I've opened up my Google Docs, and it's like shit like that makes me so fucking happy and. It's because oh, it of, makes me hard as a rock. It's so yeah. fucking cool. It's soft power movie shit is like where it stems from a little bit of like those movies like Armageddon yes. and shit where it's like we've got the best minds all around the world working and you're like, yes. And then even when fucking we were in the middle of the pandemic, I still had faith in the international science community to like just because I my and this is maybe me putting science on a pedestal and fucking uh, embarrassing pulling my pants down Get those and pants embarrassing down, myself. But uh, well, they're they're down now. <laughs> By the time the second balloon hits, the pants have to be down. <laughs> Between but, your pants and Brian's shorts. I, oh yeah, I mean my shorts were like a, a centimeter longer than Brian's shorts, so I have I can't say shit. <laughs> What's up, high and mighty listeners? It's me, your host, John Gabris. Thought I'd take a second to get a little intimate here. I'm sitting in my underwear, reading you an ad. That's right. Go off, bear chasers. Um, I want to talk to you about Mac Weldon, specifically the underwear I'm sitting. I'm sitting here in just underwear and socks. The second most flattering look a man can have. The most flattering is just a pair of socks. Nothing says it's time to party like just a pair of Mac Weldon socks and your visible schwanz. No, but for real, I'm sitting here in cozy-ass Mack Weldon underwear and cozy-ass Mack Weldon ankle socks, and I'm a diehard fan of their stuff. Um, it works when you just want to hang out in just your underwear. My wife's into them, and it works as actual underwear, wearing it underneath pants. It feels great. I like the silver underwear, which are naturally antimicrobial, which I don't need. I'm, I'm just saying that's how it works for me. That's what I like. Um, I, uh, I also like, well, they have so many c- color choices and stuff. It's very fun. It makes pairing socks easy. Cause you just buy a bunch of the same colors and you're like, whatever, Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. enough about my socks and underwear. 
Uh, you guys got to join the Weldon Blue loyalty program. This shit, people love this. Uh, this thing, people love it. Uh, you place an order for any amount, and you never pay for shipping again. That's level one. All you got to do is create an account. Once you spend $200 worth of stuff at Mac Weldon, you're level two, and then you start saving 20% on every order you make for the next year, along with free shipping. And then level two grants you access to new products. You know your boy right here is a level two Weldon Blue. Uh, that makes me sound like uh, like I'm in an RPG. You have reached level two. Your Weldon Blue loyalty program is much more powerful. Now you start saving 20% on every order. So get on the Weldon Blue loyalty program. All right. And now, oh, well, let me find your promo code because I got to give this to you. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code HIGH. That's MacWeldon.com, promo code HIGH. M A C K W E L D O N.com. I I I rewatched uh, recently with my with my oldest kid uh, Apollo thirteen and like look it's a bunch of fucking you know yes. white guys in a room but when they are like when they're like we need to fit a fucking you know a square into a circle and this is what we've got and then like you said you take that and you go fucking like twenty twenty open source with it except it's not like white guys trying to save like a six billion dollar space capsule it's a guy going like, what if I 3D print this fucking thing and it makes it so people can survive tear gas in Hong Kong? I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Fuck yes. Bro, Quinn, you hit it right on the fucking head. That scene in Apollo 13 <laughs> is one of my favorite scenes because it's just a bunch of fucking nerds looking at yeah. this is what the astronauts have on the ship. They all have their fucking long fucking stress ash of a fucking yes. 70s yeah. smoker. And, and it's like, this is what they have on the ship. They need to fit this into this. Let's go. Right. You know, and the rest I, of us are looking have, at it I going like, fucking nope. Can you see yeah. this? I have literal goosebumps that's talking so about this awesome. scene. Because that's the shit that gets me going is like, and it's, a lot of it stems from what we were talking about sci-fi, but like, and I've been talking about this way too much on the podcast, so regular shitheads, I apologize. But like teams, <laughs> like athletic teams, the X-Men's, like, yep. uh, you know, groups of five guys, Ocean's Eleven. Like that shit oh, hits yeah. me so hard where it's like, we all have different Just skill sets, but we're going to bond together to do this important thing. That shit fucking makes me wet. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I mean, and again, like it comes, it literally comes down to like, Fucking Star Wars, Star Trek, Goonies, like it's it's all just like crews of fucking people just just against the odds, like you know uh, uh, that that really don't have a shot and they fucking pull it out and you know uh, I guess that used to be the American way, not so sure it is anymore, but like there's there's so many great examples of that shit. I mean, we had on one guy, one of my, two of my favorite things are to like basically Brian never has any idea what we're doing before we start recording. So I, it, huh? in, a, yeah. in a fun way though, like it's a surprise to him. And we had on this one guy, James Rogers, who's the CEO of this company called appeal. And this motherfucker, oh, yeah. what was he? He was like a, he was doing like solar shit or something. And he's so smart that he was just sitting out one day and figured like lying on his garage. I'm fucking mangling this. You can hear in our episode, but <laughs> lying in his garage and he figured out like, Oh, if I spray, vegetables with this spray that I've figured out in my mind, I can make vegetables stay ripe for like three weeks longer. And then he did the math on like how much food waste that would save, which would feed so many more people like waste less food and cause emissions. And now he's turned into a company and it's fucking wild. Like he has yeah, this, it's actually real. He has this, this spray is a real story. that's not a pesticide. It's all natural. He sprays it on fucking avocados and avocados last two weeks longer. It's fucking crazy. And last week he raised two hundred fifty million dollars from fucking Oprah and Katy Perry, and it's like 
it's that kind of crazy shit where you're just like, what the fuck? But I'm so inspired by it because my second favorite thing is to look at Brian and go, Brian, if someone told you you got to figure out a spray for an avocado to last two weeks longer, <laughs> where would you start? Like, it's the Apollo 13 moment of like, we got the box and the round thing. Like, where the fuck do you start? I don't know. Yeah, I, no I would be like, like, we I'd be like ladies, we coconut oil and glycerine is my guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I got a half full sprayer of avocado oil. Cause How about paint? I feel like if you painted over the just, cover or something, and it would at least chip look... the paint off, probably what's underneath is still good. And it'll at least I mean, look right if you paint it like a bright, you paint a banana <laughs> right, bright right? yellow, it protects it and makes it look right. yellow. Yeah, use the appropriate color, of course. We had on these women who are trying to solve pediatric cancer, you know, using zebrafish. And there's a reason that zebrafish are specifically best to like test these things. And I'm just like, where the fuck do you start with that? Like, how do you, f I'm, I'm sure it starts with years of school and like being a fucking genius and hard work, but also it's like my mind cannot grasp that, but I want to understand it on a surface level and then throw fucking money their way. Cause they're like, yeah, kids shouldn't have cancer. And you're like, of course they shouldn't have cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a fucking bipartisan yeah. statement. <laughs> yeah, it's like, maybe, it's maybe that one could thread the needle yeah. that What's people all over. What's <laughs> fucked up than that? And they're like, we think we can fix it with these little colorful fish. And you're like, great. Take what you, here's my wallet. I don't fucking know here. Quinn, this shit right here is what you're yeah. saying too, is what, uh, is what makes science the fucking like never ending gift in my mind. Studying zebra fish, this hyper-specific fish, might lead to advances in curing pediatric cancer. And scientists, think about that. That means just the more weird shit we let scientists study, the more possibilities yeah. of things coming. Like a buddy of mine is studying monkeys in South America. Shout out to, he's probably listening, mm -hmm. Mike, Mikey the Monkey Man. That's unfortunately what we've been calling him for the last decade, but that's, oh, that's God, too bad. We're going to have to change that one now. Better. Holy shit. <laughs> homeboy, homeboy is fucking uh, studying colorblindness in monkeys in the wild, and it's going to help treat and understand colorblindness in humans. And I'm like, bro, and who, and God knows what else butterfly effect wise, like, Oh, this unlocks this, this, because that's yeah. the craziest shit. It's like, oh, do you know, like, like graphite pen pencils were like a, the pencil was invented because of astronauts needed uh, ink didn't work in zero G. Sure. It's like fucking penicillin or Viagra. Like, I'm glad that people were smart enough to make those leaps. But like, I wouldn't have recognized the, the fucking mold. I would have peeled it off and put it down my trash can from penicillin. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> right. And World War II would have been super fucking different if I was that goddamn scientist, you know? <laughs> World War II would have been very di different if I was back there. I'd be like, "Yo, I, yo, this Germany shit, I think is gonna get bad fast, guys. <laughs> let's let's make a move." Hey, it's me, time travel. I, I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> listening to me. We just get out of here. Yo, guys, we gotta figure out how to make great. a podcast. No, know, it, it is. It's, <laughs> it's, it's all I know. <laughs> it's inspiring as shit, man. It's uh, it's fucking cool, and I just love that. I mean, one of our favorite ones. I don't know if I sent it to you. It's this uh, guy, KT Ramesh. Um, and, and you always hope, I try to like engage these people first. Now we get tons of incoming calls and, uh, we don't really do like white guys anymore because there's so many incredible diverse voices out there. But this dude, uh, KT Ramesh, not a white guy. He basically, I don't remember his exact job title, but he's basically in charge of, fig of like stopping the asteroid when it comes. And this guy oh, yeah. is not only like has the world's coolest job, but is the coolest fucking person to talk to on the planet because he's just like a happy nerd. Like he's so curious and loves his shit. And he's like, I know it's awesome. And you're like, yeah, it is. Uh, 
I'll take this opportunity to throw a plug out. I did a podcast called for Stitcher. It's now on Stitcher Premium, but but I did it for Hal back in the day called The Layman, where I interviewed like I did two seasons. Oh I, yeah. I interviewed like twenty scientists and tried to dumb down their science for like because using yeah. my intermediate knowledge. And so that's why when you guys were doing important and not important, I'm like, this shit is fucking right in my wheelhouse. And I was meeting people that were like uh, 3D printing brain cells yeah. for like brain cancer and like uh, for people who had brain tumors removed and like, or, or on the forefront of like, just talking to these like gene, people studying genes and like, they were giving me, and I wish I could remember anything from these interviews right now. I guess I have to listen to my own voice again, which is my nightmare. But yep, no thanks. <laughs> They were running me down <laughs> shit that it's like when like think about if we if we can solve this then we're not that far away from figuring something like this out and then if this something like this gets figured out this is like the five possibilities of things we're talking about and you're like oh my god and they're like and, and we have yes. uh, we have 100 of the smartest people working on the first step right now and you're like oh that's amazing and they're like and it's fucking progressing. And you're like, yes, let's yeah, fucking... And what's, let's and what's wild about that shit is, is we try really hard not to focus on, like, stuff that is really... That is, that is the fiction part of the science fiction. Like, we try to focus on stuff that's, like, now we're in the next 10 years. And it's incredible now because of Moore's Law and shit right, like right, that. Right. I mean, again, we can sequence a... I think they're going to say by, like, next year we can sequence a genome, a genome, like, within a few hours for 200 bucks, which is fucking insane. But Damn. because, like you said, because of that we can do X, and because of that we can do X, and because of that we do X, and there and and you're like, oh, and that sounds crazy. They're like, yeah, it's happening in like three fucking years, and that's also what's so wild about that. I mean, it's we're gonna see so many effects of scientists from so many different disciplines throwing themselves at COVID, uh, and that's why I, you know, there's so much confidence that we will get a vaccine, which is still fucking not guaranteed by any stretch. Um, but if this, so we're going to see these effects of them not doing their own work, whether it's cancer or artificial intelligence or whatever, but same thing, like the thing that has gone undercovered in all of this is it's the Armageddon shit where you go like, there's a ticking fucking clock and literally all of the smartest people on the planet are doing something to help with this. And right. Well, that's what, saying, that's what the climate change shit that's where the climate change shit gets you angry, where you're like, let's right. just fucking throw more money and more people at this shit. Let's get a fucking party started. <laughs> it's it's like, so obvious. Yeah, it seems right. so, Instead, so like obvious. The, most, <laughs> the smartest fucking scientists are either fighting for grants all the time or they're like going to Wall Street to do quant fucking trading. And you're just like, oh, we're we deserve to be fucked. Like, to be <laughs> clear, like we definitely deserve to be fucked because we've made it. We're like fighting with one hand tied behind our back. Like we've made it so fucking impossible. It's. It's frustrating, but that's why we try to, like, 99% of our guests, like, are not big names on purpose because I try to find these people who are, like, out, like you said, like, out there doing that shit, like that Hong Kong shit. Like, we found a guy who's just, like, no one has ever talked to before who has just figured out how to pull drinking water out of thin air. And you're just like, well, I have to talk to him because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's insane. Sick. And yeah. also Los Angeles doesn't have its own fucking water supply. And this guy might be helpful. <laughs> yeah. You're I wonder what's going on with that thing, actually. We should check but in with it. It's crazy, you know? It's fucking, yeah, it's it's crazy. But that shit is so inspiring, man. Yeah, it's it's the little shit like that, too, where it's like this guy, you're and like it makes you feel... And this is like complacency and bullshit, but it does it is like a, a breath of fresh air to know somewhere at least one person is like worried about 
getting water out of thin air. You know what I mean? Like, which yeah. makes you kind of like, if that's true, then what else is true? It's like, well, somebody is trying. Sure. There's definitely people working on climate change. There's definitely people working on skin cancer. There's definitely people working on whatever is currently scaring me. Right. But what so about the weird shit? Yeah. Let's get into the fucking weird shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I wish I would have got interested in it sooner because I only got interested in science and all this cool shit so late, like way later than, like there's nothing to do about it now. I just got to sit back and be an audience member <laughs> where if I fucking gave a shit when I was a kid, like maybe I could be in one of those groups of people doing important shit now. Bro, that's the fucking, you're like, oh, I'm glad I spent 15 years auditioning for commercials <laughs> instead of like <laughs> <laughs> just taking three credits yeah, a year exactly. of a science I was interested in. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, right. I booked I booked two things in 15 years. So <laughs> it averages out to like $1,000 a year. It didn't work out. <laughs> right, right. I should have just took I a don't, class. I'm definitely not going to live with a lifetime regret. Yeah, I should have just fucking took a one class at UCLA and seen if it really catched my interest. There I, was a junior college so close to my fucking apartment in the suburbs <laughs> of Chicago. It would have been so easy. It's also and, funny, know, though, how this thing, is... The episode that came out... Sorry, I'm cutting you guys off, but the episode right before this one that came out is called The Dull no, Learning, no, no. and it's uh, with my friend Mike Castle, and we just talk about Brian, do, how we both are trying to learn things. No, but you're right. Like Khan Academy and shit like that. Like I could go back and figure out algebra for the first fucking time. You know, like it's so much better than it fucking used to be. Um, But it's funny how this shit, Brian, I don't know if you get this at all. I don't know. Brian probably doesn't talk about our work ever outside of when I drag him to the office. But no, um, we uh, it's like earned this reputation of people thinking more. We are more capable uh, intelligence wise than we are. Or at least I get this because I and I'm I'm always fully transparent. Like I don't have any idea. Like I have this one friend who is who's literally I'm I'm fairly sure he uses like ten percent of his brain to have a conversation with me and just like does calculations with the other ninety percent. But he is designing like friend of the pod Nick, he's fucking awesome. He is designing sticky robot skin for 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 robots hands in space. And again, that's one of those things where I go like <laughs> Where do you where do you start? Like, what is that even? And he's Wait, like, why is the skin st- sticky? Because well, he's it's it's a, it has to be a spe- <laughs> right, but it has to be a specific oh, kind of sticky. Because guess what? You, there's so much we rely on on Earth that is suction based, and guess what doesn't fucking work in space? Suction because there's, there's no, no fucking air. air. Yeah. yeah, but it's super important for like moving solar panels or building another spit, like all this crazy fucking shit. And he's like, "Yeah, I think I figured out how to make them have skin." And you're like, "Fuck you, man!" <laughs> like what? Like like how do you even like that level of intent? Like he'll he will now start a conversation with me about shit, and I'm like, "No, no, no, Nick, just to just to be fucking clear, like I have you have already like I'm down for this, but you've already lost me. So this is for your benefit." <laughs> yeah, spew away, dude. Maybe I'll catch. I'll, I'll get a couple of fucking vocab words. Out of this, but I can't promise. Yeah, yeah I know. I know what an article is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and oh, then I oh, will tell article. someone else about it and completely destroy like your life's work in like a total misinterpretation. I'll butcher it when I half remember crazy, the headline man. of the article. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But uh, <laughs> that shit, fucking uh, the sticky hand shit, like. Designing robot skin that's sticky, all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's like, hey, while we were doing that, we realized this stickiness could be used for like tire traction or uh, seat seat belts or, you know, this has this use and has this use. And then that's why 
I'm like, I want us to be trying to go to fucking all the planets. I I want us to be trying to go to the bottom of the ocean. Like, yeah, for sure. I totally I us- get. The, I totally get the like the, the look. Everyone's like NASA's budget. We shouldn't be blowing that money. It's like first of all, they don't fucking have like any money at all, like compared like to what it used to be. And then they're like, white billionaires, Musk, we shouldn't be doing this. And it's like, at the same, I totally get it. Like, we have so much other shit we need, like, just basic science funding so we discover other shit. On top of education and schools and, and fucking reparations. I mean, you, you name it. Like, the number of shit. At the same time, like, we wasted so much money on, on, on disposable fucking rockets for the first 70 years of the program. And then this motherfucker figured it out in, like, 10 years how to make them reusable, which is saving an insane amount of money. And it's also like, I hope you enjoy your fucking iPhone and GPS because those came from fucking space travel. (laughs) Like, we have to do those kind of things because we're not going to land on those every time, but you never fucking know what you're going to get out of these things. Like, it's incredible. And, like, that powers the whole thing. Everything. And, uh, yeah, say what you will about any one of these guys, what they focus their time and money on, like... There's obviously they can make such better, more uh, uh, humanizing or more choices with humanity in mind. But you do need a freak every once in a while who's like, no, I'm going to fucking skydive from the troposphere. And it's like, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. man. All right, fine. Like, go for it. Like, let's figure out. You figure that shit out, dude. We just need, you always need one freak. It's when everyone starts worshiping one of those freaks is when it's a problem. Well, that's what's happening that with the Elon far, stuff, yeah. right? Like, I mean, look, dude, everyone's like, what's his problem? I'm like, he is from the fucking wrong side of apartheid in South Africa. He's like a fucking cajillionaire. He sold 40 <laughs> companies. He has a Jesus complex because mostly he succeeded and we worship him, you know, yada, yada, all this different shit. Like, but he's also got like a, like electric cars wouldn't be anywhere near where they are either quality, uh, uh, quantitatively or, or just like sexy appeal if he hadn't spent the past 15 years. And yes, like he says, he started Tesla. He didn't fucking start Tesla. Yes. He started SpaceX, but like, has that been complicated? Like it's, is he a completely insane person online and everyone should take his shit away? Should he be taxed like 50%? Of course. Of fucking course. Like, no question that money should be distributed in like a thousand other different fucking ways. But also, like, we really need electric cars and we really need them like ASAP. So I'm just going to, I'm going to do, like, I'm going to agree with all of those things and also simultaneously be like thankful that now all of these other car companies are like, wow, like rich people actually really like these fucking cars and now there's more affordable ones and it's made us, like it's just, can we just, can we do two things at once basically? You know, it's like, I yeah. totally agree with all that shit, but we've got to be able to do Spoke, two things at once. Spoken like a true Tesla owner. <laughs> no, yeah, right. 100%. But, like, but by the way, bias. like now I'm like angry, like VW is coming out with these like, this fucking like baller electric bus that they're only releasing in Europe. And I'm like, I want the old VW bus, but the electric one, like fuck the Tesla, get it out of here. But that's only because of what they fucking did. And he was able to right. raise money. And I think that's supposed to come to America in like three years though, or something, Quinn, because I want that shit too. But like, it is. I want the that VW, fucking thing, but the electric awesome. bus is supposed to come in like a. It's supposed to, we're supposed to get in like twenty twenty four or something. It's so fucking awesome, but Hell yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just fresh. Like it is the old adage of like the enemy of done is perfect, and and the climate movement is is fucking full of that shit, and 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 people being like, well, you didn't do it good enough, and and it's just like 
we have to do everything and then we have to do something and we're going to fail at most of it. But like, but we are so fucking far behind the eight ball on all this shit. Like we got to throw whatever we can at it, you know? Yeah. It's just, uh, when you, you use your arms a lot when you talk and you've got a great looking bicep there, buddy. Yeah. I've had nothing else to do. Well, my wife doesn't let me eat unless I work out. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of. I was just noticing that's that. Kind of, that's a weird sub dom relationship <laughs> I haven't heard yet. Fuck. I, I wish I that joke, was mine. I, <laughs> I, I, I joke that. about it. She actually, like, no one cares. Like, I'm a, like a former college swimmer, baseball player, rugby, like, still do like crazy Spartan races, all this shit. No one cares less about like exercise or the shape I'm in than my wife. Like I disgust her basically. <laughs> like she is not interested. She's just like, it's that more fucking like, especially right now. She's like, it's more socks for me to wash and you not helping with the children. She's like, I hate <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 it's like, astonishing that she hasn't left. I'm doing me. a 14 mile trail run. I'll be back in seven hours. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like, got a- like final draft and three kids running around. <laughs> right. like, I gotta stay shredded, hun. <laughs> yeah, she's like, how the fuck does that help me? Why? Like, not at all. Not yeah, at like, all. She's like, we shouldn't be fucking anymore because three is way too many. So yeah. who cares what you look 100%. like? Get 100%. fat. Yeah. <laughs> not not interested whatsoever. I'm like, oh, I better Damn. refill my protein powder, and she just walks away. She doesn't listen anymore. I, w- I wish. I wish I had that. Uh, my sub, I'm a financial sub. My wife mm-hmm. makes all the money and spends all the money. And I just, sit, <laughs> I just sit in one room smoking weed and screaming into a microphone. <laughs> you both have just described like fantastic situations. To <laughs> yeah. Be in. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, marriage is, marriage I, don't is hate, great. I don't hate my life. <laughs> no, no, no. I, yeah, yeah. I, I worship my marriage and my wife and everything. I literally wake up every morning and look over and I'm like, you're still here. That's such an interesting choice to bank. And I'm, I, I'm like fully confidence just because there's so much paperwork involved to get out of it that she's just like fuck it I'll just ignore him I think it's also there's a part of like when you've been together for a long time you've met a lot of other people and you're like you know what? Honestly, my wife might actually be one of the best chicks out there. Oh, yeah, like, no, 100%. You know? When you start meeting more and more people and you're like, the grass is always greener, they say, but then you keep meeting right. people that suck and you're like, actually, wait a minute. Yeah. Hold I might on. have accidentally, like, you're always wondering and then as life goes on, you're like, I oh, know. Right. I, she actually is the one because I've now done even more research and people are right. fucking but th- terrible. I've also, <laughs> I've also gone the opposite way of like being becoming so much more introverted because I'm exhausted over the years. That I'm just like I'm not even doing research anymore. I don't care about the research. I'm just like I'm good. Like oh, I'm, I, I'm yeah. Good. I just mean at parties when you meet your friends' wives and and women oh, yeah. and, and like other dudes, and you're like, wow, a lot more people suck than I thought. <laughs> All right. Oh, it, yeah. almost yeah. everyone sucks. Yeah, almost everyone. My sucks wife and, is better than everyone. It turns yeah, out, I, almost, she yeah. is the best. <laughs> almost everyone is like really unhappy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. On great. that positive note, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Uh, we have a side no, podcast like, to, uh, like that <laughs> called Fun Talk, and we just are sighing the whole time. Yeah, it's good. It's great. Wait, There's a, you guys are just you have a separate uh, podcast called Side Talk where it's not fun talk, fun, fun talk. talk, fun talk. It's where, very important. So, <laughs> yeah, where it's just more chatting and bullshitting. And yeah, less- yeah, yeah, yeah. It started off as like this. I mean, we were having some pretty deep, like sometimes hard conversations with people. And so we wanted to have like an after dark type fucking thing where it's just me and Brian being like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, reacting to it. And then it turned into like talking about other shit or this and this. And so we just, instead of like after dark or whatever the fuck we called about it, it was like not fun talk or something. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just started. Now we've done like 65 of those things. So I think I got to spin it into its own fucking thing. 
Brian hates whenever we, I talk about anything administrative because he wants no part of the actual business <laughs> whatsoever. But, but I love it. You just always do it. You will never stop. And I'm, every time I just want to have like an auto reply thing, it just says, just fucking do what you want. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, tell me. I <laughs> yeah, Give me a raise and do whatever you want. <laughs> no, don't care. Not interested. <laughs> That's my answer. That sounds great. I think if you give me another 10%, I'll care even less. <laughs> Keep me paid and quiet, baby. <laughs> I just feel like my... In- yeah, right, right. You know what to do. Anything I'm going to say is you're going to be you're going to like be like, "Uh-huh, right." And then I feel like, like that's no, how I, I respond to my children mostly. It's either one of two things, like, "No, you absolutely can't do that." And like, "I just I don't care. I don't care. Please leave me alone. I don't care." Uh I really do relegate. I'll try to be better about that. I'm sorry. No, you can care. It's fine. I relegate a lot of the decisions to my wife, but because <laughs> I truly trust her taste, not because I'm so passive. I'm just like, babe, whatever you pick for dinner is going to be better than whatever I pick. And but like, isn't that a beautiful thing about marriage, though? Because so many people go like, oh, you never get to make a choice. You never get to do this. I'm like, do you know how happy I am to fucking never do 90% of that again? Like, <laughs> and I think I'm the. I think I'm uh, in the hen house in this relationship. In that, my wife, I'm like co-signing every single decision in her life she's like should i get the chicken or the turkey i'm like i don't know she's like i can't just decide for me and i go chicken she goes thank you you're right babe the chicken rules <laughs> great sorry it was great. Like, so skippy no it's uh it's oh, it's, it's so I, good. I, I i am someone who uh was with a lot of people in previous lives and i ignored a lot of red flags as if i was like slaloming through them uh, so to be to be with someone who has so few of them and is inspiring and smart and hardworking and a good mom and good wife and like actually puts up with me is both like shocking and I'm very much appreciative of. So whenever she's like, "Can we do this?" I'm like, oh, "Okay, great, <laughs> great, you got it, baby." <laughs> what, whatever the thing is, whatever you know, I, like, you're still here. That's great. Yeah, yeah. When that's you think- cool that they're cool with that. I always feel like when I'm like that. My lady's like, come on, man, like fucking, make, you know, make a decision. And I just want to be like, no, please just make the decision. I will do the thing, whatever the thing is. <laughs> I'm definitely the one I who's think, like more I, of the systems and shit like that. So, but, but we've, you get to a place hopefully with like some good communication that, which takes a fucking while that you both like know your roles a little better. And it's e- instead of like, she would say like, oh, I wish we could do this and we could do this or we could do this. She has just given up on like scheduling things in our life because she realized She's not good at it, and I am good at it, and so it just it relieves her of ever having to do it again, essentially. And at the same time, I don't have to deal with like being frustrated with her fucking it up, and like having to do it myself, anyways. <laughs> While on the other hand, like she is a much better like child rear. Like I, I definitely am proud. Like I spend way more time with my kids than the average American dad, and I think I'm a good dad. But she's like lights out a better mom than like i am a dad by by far so it's, she's like this cultural thing and this and it's like yes let's just fucking do those things you know it's uh it's just so much easier yo it's, i mean what we're describing quinn is arguably a little bit of codependence it's like my, like yeah. my wife and i have divided the divided and conquered for so long we've been together now for 17 years we we've we've now divided and conquered so much in our life that i have huge gaps of skill sets you know what i mean like yeah i'm just (laughs) like if i if because 
If I moved, if like we always joke, like if we ever got divorced and I had a new girlfriend, she'd be like, "Can you hang this picture frame?" And I'd be like, "I don't really know how to use a hammer." <laughs> like, <it's> like, <laughs> my wife is the fucking hammer and screw and mounting everything in the house. Sure. She that's her that's her purview. She and sounds it's like, awesome. <laughs> I know it's fucking rules, and I'm like, but I've never had to do it because every time I go to do sure. it, she's like, "Let me just fucking do it." And like, same with cooking, <laughs> like with cooking certain things. But then there's other things with like anything technology based or like the fuck. And like getting the TV, I'm like, yo, just let me uh, allow me. <laughs> and then it's like that version of as you get older, you know what you're good at, and like it's so much this, better. This is the right, most so like just crush that. Yeah, this it's, is the most like sort of wealthy white guy shit ever. But like once I realized what I was good at, and and I started realizing like I could pay someone who is good at graphic design two hundred dollars to do what I want to do, and that oh two hundred dollars bought me eight hours of free time of me trying to figure it out. Or like I do know how to edit, so I could cut my own reel. And I'm like, sure. but I could also pay a young artist five and then I look at it as like I could pay a young artist five hundred dollars and then I bought myself twenty free hours, twenty five dollars an hour. That's not a bad rate to pay but myself. No, it's totally a like, white guy right, thing to right. do for sure. And it's <laughs> yeah. it's a hundred percent privilege. But I also try to see it as like and and this is both like serious and also just like trying to like get out of fucking jail free card, but is like I'm I'm giving money to like a, a fucking artist of some sort who is sitting here going like I, I am meeting fucking ramen again because I chose oh, to yeah. be an artist, which was a huge mistake. To yeah. be clear, like which is ninety percent of people in this town. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, when uh, when COVID hit and my friends who are uh, way like uh, uh, way like more of a freelance person than myself and. When uh, my and and don't, aren't married to someone who has a full time job in a major company, right? Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, "Yo, do you want to make me some t shirt designs? Yo, you want to edit a reel for me?" That's I was so like, great, "I was like, dude, hell yeah!" Because I was like, "I have these things I have to get done anyway, and it's on my to do list." And I'm like, "Yo, let me just fucking uh, <laughs> throw out my one my That's month's paycheck, dope. scattered amongst five friends because I could just afford to and just for get sure. and it's." Getting shit done for myself. It's lazy and fucking. <laughs> but I'm paying. Let me know, Gabrus, if you need a, a short, stupid sketch uh, written and performed <laughs> and sent to you. If you I'm guys start guy. seeing, if you guys start seeing commercials that you're like, are these just cameos from non-famous people? <laughs> it's like, hey, what's up? I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, telling you to listen to High and Mighty now on Spotify. <laughs> if you wear those shorts, I'll pay fucking two hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> Is that that was fucked up? Oh, yeah, no, I feel like the shorts is an extra cost. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I, like I think it. the shorts is an extra cost for sure. I mean, that's like an added incentive for anybody. Uh, wait, let's talk. Let's talk about. Let's get out of here. Let's plug important. Not before we get out of here. Let, let's get yeah. out of here. I just let's end. Get, um, end give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> this before, is over. <laughs> uh, let's plug uh, important, not important, and uh, fun talk, and uh, where people. I mean, people can find that. Search that in all podcasts. Just kind of yeah, thing. I mean, you can put in important, not important. dot com. You you can see our email and the podcast shit. Right now, the fun talk. It's all in the same feed. Um, and then uh, cool. on we're on Twitter at important not imp. Uh, we're on Instagram, but I don't think we're fucking doing anything with it right now. Because I used just, to do a lot. I used to spend a Brian lot. Brian used of time to spend a lot of time, but he's fucking fucking on that Instagram. He Sounds like it. a place where Brian, hated where it. Brian could uh, argue for a raise. I don't like when I have to do, do you know? I yeah, don't, we're on, I don't like we're on to Facebook stuff. too, but like, fuck that place. Um, oh, Bri I mean, Brian, I've like, gathered. Quinn is uh, Quinn yeah. has been dropping some clues that you might not like to do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I don't but, like to do anything. I'm in my fucking office here. It's the one thing I'm doing today was talking to you guys on Zoom, and I blew it. My internet went out right when we started. 
I had literally one job today. It's not even a job. <laughs> yeah, man, it's good though, man. It's uh, it's You're been a lot of great. fun. We're gonna keep it going. We're we're doing sort of more uh, seasonal type shit right now. We've been re- uh, the past what two months, Brian? We've been rerunning because shit has been just gnarly for anybody. We've been the running good news stuff, series yeah. we uh, replays called our good news segments, which is just like the previous podcasts, which are awesome. Like again, the guy who like figured out how to stop the fucking asteroid or the people solving the pediatric cancer that both like the, the content and the direction, but also the tone of them was just more fun. Cause some of them are tough and people enjoy those as well, but like not fucking right now. Nobody yeah. needs that shit, you know? Yeah, that's so fair. they've been fun. So there's been the, a uh, good stretch of those. And yeah, we've done like 90 of these fucking things, man, but we'll have some new, uh, some new original ones coming up, uh, you know, in the next couple of months, but our, our guests are usually pretty fucking diverse and that's always fun. And it's always fun when they're not just me. Like, I refuse on this. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, man, someone's got to keep, someone's got to keep the old guard going. Yeah. I mean, I look like a fucking conservative radio host when I have to shut off my own picture on zoom because I like hate the way I look screaming into a microphone. Cause I just look like I'm like, let me see a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that is what you look like. I, didn't I know, it's, unfortunately. <laughs> and you look like fucking Milo. You look like a fucking <laughs> outside agitator. And oh, and, I don't, I don't ever turn my camera on. And when Quinn, I talk to people. Quinn looks like a fucking ex-military. Like we all look like bad white guys because Quinn looks like yeah. he's like an ex-military guy who's gonna be fucking standing with Oakleys on in the city capital on a fucking MP5. Hundred percent. Like uh, yeah, we have uh, bad uh, looks. I have the. Yeah, I have like. Great. I look Brian, racist. We all look like we're like. I'm Long degrees. Island on my bicep. I see. I scream racism. I mean, we it's all look like we're we're like one to two degrees. It's it's the and I think you said this, Gabriel, and I feel like it applies to a lot of my life where I go like, if this, then what else? And it looks like straight from fucking all, improv class, man. Gabriel's taught us if this and what else. Right. Like it, it, it's like it, we've all clearly made decisions where you're like if they're doing this in their life then what the fuck else is wrong? <laughs> yeah. Like there there's there are serious questions like all over the board. Yeah, this guy's in day 2 of wearing the same tank top. <laughs> what what is he done <laughs> for this fucking life? I was so pumped when your camera came on and you were in yeah. a tank top. Why is he yes. surrounded by toys from the 80s? Like nobody knows. Uh, Everything's great. We look fine. Uh so important not important important not yep. imp on Twitter. And and Brian, uh, what spot are you working at now? And are they doing takeout? Oh, yeah. are, you guys o- are you guys open and shit? I know I was running yeah, to you I, at different I, spots around the city. So where are you working now? No, no. Yeah, that's true. We have. Huh? No, I'm finally at this one place. My buddy and I uh, started it right before everything went to hell. So it's kind of a bummer. But it was doing really fucking great before everything shut down. And we're going to open for dine-in again uh, like real soon, it's which, you know, is questionable. <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of the place? It's called Met Him at a Bar. It's a it's an Italian <laughs> pasta joint, and they, it's their second one. They have a first one called Met Her at a Bar. It's like a cute husband and wife. Oh, that's dope. Uh, and where yeah, where, where, really is, awesome. where is it? It's in like Miracle Mile. Oh, okay, it's, cool. Yeah, Miracle Mile area. It's wonderful. It's really yeah, great. That's over by cool where people. I live. I'll fucking. Uh, is it really? Yeah, because uh, I live over by. I don't live too far from Blood Cells. That's where you used, uh, you work. Oh back yeah, in the day. right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you're in the hood. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll down, fucking dude. come it's down for food. sure. Yeah. Um. And are you doing? Are you gonna be when you're open for uh, eat it, dine in? Are you gonna be doing takeout too? 
for yeah, our we're, scaredy yeah, cats. We're gonna do it all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, cool. I'm never. I'm never sitting next to another person at dinner again. <laughs> bro, I'm fucking going to a Vegas buffet tonight. I don't give a fuck. I want crab legs, bro. I need my fucking crab legs. But like, this guy I, gets it. I, this guy if gets I it. like the thing that w- if there was a th- it was there was a machine that printed out shit that was just like explicitly not for me. I remember when I first came to. Los Angeles, and I went to the the LA Fitness on Hollywood Boulevard that uh, over oh, that by the, the Chinese theater, hole. and it was above a place that was called Vegas Seafood Buffet. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. Like how much finally? Fucking, how much fucking money would you have to pay me to go and eat at that place at like 11 a.m. Uh, should like we name our August seafood place after a landlocked desert? <laughs> <All right. laughs> like, what's the worst thing to have in a buffet? Like, what could it possibly be? <laughs> I heard it was good. I never went. Is it still there? I heard it was good. Gotta still be there. I, I mean, they're doing to, killer takeout. the house in like eight it. months. Oh, um, well, uh, thank you guys for doing High and Mighty. Uh, I'm oh, at Gabrus on all social media. Listeners, uh, shitheads, you can listen to Action Boys on Patreon or uh, promo code Gino for Stitcher Premium. If you want to listen to my uh, science podcast, The Layman, or the Gino Lombardo podcast, do that. Uh, and raised by TV. Promo code Gino, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> well, I don't know why. So much, I love it. Dude. Is the Hell motherfuckers yeah. part of the? Is the pro- motherfuckers part of the promo code? Do you? Have no, to I, I the kept it short. Watch all my shit and support oh, okay. me, you pieces okay. of shit. <laughs> you pieces of shit. You know why? Because I'm the biggest piece of shit. I don't even want you to. Su- I just want you to support me so that I don't. I feel like I'm not a piece of shit. But you're a piece right. of shit until you support me. Upon supporting me, both of us become non pieces of shit. Let's everybody rise wins. up. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Wins. Sweet deal. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>